Today is Monday, May 18th, 2020, and this is Call Me Curious. Hello, and thanks for listening. Our last episode premiered on Thursday, May 7th, so we're glad to be back with you after an extended break. Hope you and yours are doing very well. It's time for us to stretch those mind muscles with a brand new collection of knowledge nuggets. If you're ready to learn something new today, then we've got exactly what you need. In today's episode, we'll talk about rock candy, defensive dolphins, squashed squash, and workplace hazards. We only have 10 minutes and the clock is already ticking, so let's get things started. Number one, this episode features a few references to candy, including this first one. On October 27, 1966, the third Peanut special, It's the Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown, debuted on CBS. The animated special continues to air every October, but what happened after it originally aired is quite noteworthy. Kids everywhere were saddened to see poor Charlie Brown receive rocks instead of candy in his Halloween sack. So much so, Peanuts creator Charles Schultz was overwhelmed with shipments of candy from kids and their families. A very sweet gesture, to be sure. Number 2. Now let's transition from one young Charlie and his chocolate to another. When late actor Gene Wilder had decided to accept the role of Willy Wonka, he had only one condition. In his first on-screen appearance, Wilder wanted Wonka to limp toward the crowd with a walking cane in hand. He would then tumble into a perfect somersault and quickly jump back up onto his feet. The reason? Wilder said, quote, Because from that time on, no one will know if I'm lying or telling the truth, end quote a comedic genius for the ages. Number three. For the last 10 years, the naval base Kitsap Benger, near Washington's Puget Sound, has over a dozen Navy-trained bottlenose dolphins and California sea lions patrolling the shoreline thanks to the Navy Marine Mammal Program, which has been in effect since 1959. The naval base stores one of the world's largest stockpiles of nuclear weapons. The plan was finally approved in November 2009 after having been proposed more than three years prior. The aquatic defenders keep an eye out for swimmers or divers 24-7 while being paid in fish. Number 4. On June 19, 1873, Susan B. Anthony was found guilty by an all-male jury in a Canandaigua, New York courtroom of having illegally voted in the November 5, 1872 presidential election. The presiding trial judge, Ward Hunt, an associate justice of the U.S. Supreme Court, fined Anthony $100, equal to over $2,100 in 2020. Here's where things really take a turn for the worse. Judge Hunt didn't allow Anthony to testify, treated her arrest statements as her testimony, ordered the jury to return a guilty verdict without polling the men, 
and read his own opinion written before the trial even started. To her credit, Anthony defiantly said she would never pay the fine. Hunt decided not to jail her for it, but it also meant she couldn't appeal her case before the Supreme Court. She petitioned Congress to do something, so six months later, in January 1874, Congress lifted the fine. On June 4, 1919, Congress approved the Anthony Amendment allowing women to vote, 13 years after her death. The states ratified it on August 18, 1920. One week later, the 19th Amendment was added to the Constitution. Number 5. Roughly four years ago, elected officials in France unanimously passed a law making it illegal for supermarkets to throw away food still deemed safe for consumption. The French supermarkets must either compost it or donate unsold or nearly expired goods to charity. One man's trash is another man's treasure. Number 6. Linus Van Pelt once awaited the arrival of the Great Pumpkin, which Charlie Brown and friends didn't believe existed. Speaking of pumpkin, canned pumpkin isn't actually pumpkin. Even companies touting their purees as 100% pumpkin still aren't true pumpkin. The cans contain a range of different winter squashes blended together. If you find yourself using the canned stuff for your next holiday gathering, please don't call dessert a squashed pie. It simply doesn't sound appetizing. Number 7. We first mentioned Dr. Seuss on the premiere episode of this podcast. Dr. Seuss was challenged by his editor to write a book using no more than 50 unique words. The result became Green Eggs and Ham. Now let's quickly mention another one of his iconic books, The Cat in the Hat. Dr. Seuss originally expected to spend a week or so writing the book. He was off by just a smidge. It actually took him a year and a half. Number 8. The commercial advertisements for Reese's Peanut Butter Cups and its sister products are hilarious. Even the tagline is great. Did you know the Reese in Reese's Peanut Butter Cups was a real person? Harry Burnett Reese, a former dairy farmer and shipping foreman for the Hershey Company, left in 1923 to create his own candy company in his basement. His lasting creation debuted on November 15, 1928. His peanut butter cups currently come in eight different cup sizes and eight holiday variations. I once ate four cups in one sitting. Not sorry. Number 9. Sometimes naming things in their plural form is simple. One car... Two cars, one dog, two dogs. Simple. Some aren't as easy. One mouse, two mice. One cacti, two cactus. What about attorney general or cul-de-sac? For each, you add an S to the first part of the name. 
Therefore, the plurals are attorneys general and coles de sac. Isn't English fun? Number 10. Not as well known as Neil Armstrong, Apollo 17 astronaut Harrison Schmidt was the last man to walk on the moon in 1972. As a geologist, he also was the only professional scientist to do it. Upon returning to the lunar module, he and fellow moonwalker Eugene Cernan brushed the lunar dust off their spacesuits. Shortly thereafter, Schmidt experienced hay fever-like symptoms, including sneezing, red eyes, itchy throat, and clogged sinuses. In other words, Schmidt was allergic to the moon. It's worth noting moon dust is a significant hazard to both the astronauts' gear and their health. And yes, we must go back. And there you have it. Another 10 topics in under 10 minutes. We'll have another 10 topics in 10 minutes for you on Wednesday, May 20th. In the meantime, you can follow the show and yours truly on Twitter. The handle is ECFIX. That's E-C-F-I-X. This episode of Call Me Curious was brought to you by Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast. Visit anchor.fm to get started. Please like, subscribe, and share the podcast. Thanks for listening to this episode. Until next time, this is your host, Eric Camacho, reminding you to remember your ABCs. Always be curious. Have a great day, everybody.